Hi, welcome back to Way Clover, and this is your host Clover, and today we're going to talk about Beyonce's new song. So this is just a quick impromptu review. So let's get into it. So Beyonce have released a new song today, uh, which is the 21st of June, and that is Break My Soul. And I absolutely love the song. It's a dance, it's definitely a dance pop song. I haven't heard anything like that from her. Even her last album, it was the Lion King album. I absolutely love that album. It was Afrobeats and she really featured quite a lot of um, African artists and Afrobeat artists. So to me, this is kind of a new sound from her, even with um, her 7-Eleven song. It's, that would, I wouldn't describe that as kind of a dance pop. It's definitely more of a R&B pop, hip hop kind of song than it is a dance pop. So with this, this is just classical dance pop and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. I like all types of music. Um, I'm someone that listens to classical classical music as, you know, white noise for sleeping. <laughs> so um, that's like 70% of the time. So I'm someone that likes a variety of music. Um, I think the only type of music that I'm not too fond of is, prob- is probably country music. Um, like, I wouldn't go searching for it. Like, if it's on, like, for example, if I'm in a waiting room or something and, and I hear it, um, I'll listen to it, sure, because it's not an option, but I'm not going to go searching for it. I'm not the biggest fan of country music. Um, but other music, hip-hop, R&B, alternative, classical even, um, K-pop, C-pop, J-pop, um, all types of music. Uh, hip, um, Not just hip-hop, um even rock and roll some songs uh heavy metal mm, like i like heavy metal instrumentals and uh, not so much just scream like the heavy heavy metal screaming um i like all types of music so personally when i heard this song i i liked it i liked it immediately i knew what it was i knew what she was trying to deliver i knew the message and she she did everything and i think she she provided everything that i wanted to hear and it's called Break My Soul. So as soon as I heard it, I was like, I know this song. Because it's, I feel like it's... Um, I definitely feel like it's, 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 it's featured quite a few artists on here. And as soon as I heard it, it was like... Dun, 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 dun. You know, that's the classic... I don't know if you guys know this song. Well, most people know this song. Well, I think most, pretty much everyone knows this song. You know, it's... You got to show me love. Heartbreaking promises. I have more than my shit. Everyone knows that song. In the UK, that's like the classic summer song that is played throughout the radio. A lot you'll hear a lot of people playing it in their um cars driving past. It's just a classic summer song. And so I do believe that I think that's been sampled. Um and so when I went into the credits, I saw it immediately, the credits. It had um Alan George and Fred McFarlane and they those are the kind of um official writers for the song you know Show Me Love by uh, song by Robin S so for me that was a big deal so I was like okay yes this definitely seems like it's sampled and I love it I loved I absolutely love the song and I love the message and it's also let's not forget um when I was reading the credits because I also heard it as well and I heard it was I heard Big Frida's voice so Big Frida is also um has either been sampled or is just providing her original voice or their their original voice we've got here um you know freddie ross which is big frida's um big frida's name so that's something i'm really excited to hear 
um and i love the message she's saying on the song so um if we go into the credit if we go into uh let's go into well i don't think the credits show everything here and we don't have um the lyrics but what she's basically saying is you know we can't break her soul and i think i love the song i personally love it i listen to it and i listen to it again and i listen to it again it's definitely one of those songs that is uplifting it's a light song you can have it on during it's perfect some perfect song for summer so i think this is absolutely amazing that she's come back with this um i read online that some people are not enjoying it but i definitely feel like this is definitely um a european maybe market there's definitely a European market for this because everyone really likes pop dance music um, a lot, <laughs> a lot. I I love it. I think it's definitely uplifting. I played I played it first on my headphones, then I played it again on my headphones, and then I played it again on my speaker, and it definitely has that really nice vibe that you would want for summer, that feel good feeling, um, and it provided that. So I'm very happy with it. Let me just get up the lyrics because I feel like the lyrics say everything that you would expect from the song. Um, Beyonce, break. So, lyrics. Maybe someone has already wrote the lyrics. Um, yep, it's already here. On Genius. And what she's basically saying is singing is, you won't break my soul. And she's t she, and she repeats that for the chorus. And, you know, she says, I'm telling everybody, everybody, especially when you get to the end part of the song, is really pushed, like it's really pushed there. And what what Big Frida is saying in the chorus is release your anger, release your mind, release your job, release the time, release your trade, release the stress, release the love, forget the rest. I love it. Um, when you listen to the lyrics and you can actually search up you know on your phone or if you're at home on your computer or your laptop you can find the lyrics and you can definitely see that there's a message there um this might not be right but the last few weeks there's been controversy about blue ivy beyonce's daughter and sean and jay-z's uh, daughter as well a lot of people have been um she's been in the limelight because a lot of people have been discussing blue ivy's hair and I feel like it's definitely something that I don't feel like it, it, it shouldn't really be a controversial topic because it's just, you know, a child's hair. But what brought it up again, it was it's been around as, as soon as Boone Ivy was born and she was and, you know, actual photos came into the limelight and the photos of her came out. There was a lot of backlash, which was wrong. Like, I feel like it's wrong to attack a child, especially a newborn, especially a young child. And so Blue Ivy has constantly had to battle with um, with the press and the media and not just that, social media specifically. Um, and what has brought about this current um, topic of Blue Ivy was recently there's a rapper called Saucy Santana and their tweets, his tweets were brought back alive recently this, this past month about what he was saying about Blue Ivy's hair. Now he's claiming he was young at the time, he was 20, but I feel like 20 is, you're, I, I personally feel 20, you're too old to be behaving that way and to say such things. 
like 20 is you know that's that's it it's like people have jobs earlier than that people like 20 is it's not a small age like you're an adult um so i feel it was definitely wrong of what he said about blue ivy talking about her hair saying comparing her to kim kardashian and kanye west's daughter north northwest comparing they had like say it's just i just think it's really nasty and i feel like it wasn't something that um he should have said and he said back in and then when people when he received backlash about that uh, he said you know he was in a bad time and he doesn't feel like we should be judging him um he had he basically has doubled down on his stance of what he said and he says um he doesn't he's not apologizing from what it seems like uh, he, allegedly he's not apolog- He's not going to apologise or allegedly he's apologised behind the scenes to Beyonce but he doesn't really feel I think he doesn't feel the need to apologise in public and I feel like it's one of those things where you do need to public. he needs to apologise in public because the statements he made is public like he used Twitter it's different if he said that he said such things in confidence to like his friend or something like that and they came out and said you know when it was revealed that he was having a song because he's got a new song uh something about booty or something like that i don't know i only know his song material girl and that's because i heard it on tiktok i don't really know about saucy sartana besides i don't know any of his other songs i don't really know more than that all i know is that i've heard his song on tiktok i don't really know about him um so i don't know his come up i don't know his story you know we can we can find out i can do a, a you know breakdown of him if you want me to um but from what i have seen just from this because he came out to say that he's got he's going to have a, fe- a feature which i doubt he's no i doubt he's going to have a feature now with, of beyonce because you can't speak about someone's child like that um and blatantly be rude about it and say such horrible things and the thing is had that not been exposed he probably would have said nothing like he would have just probably allowed the Beyonce feature to have happened be released and then if it was found out afterwards you know hooray for him he's really got the Beyonce so it's almost like it was supposed to happen because the fact that he Beyonce was supposed to be on his album or his song and it's come out now he said such things about Beyonce's child with Jay-Z um it's almost like it's a saving grace because who knows i mean maybe if Beyonce has forgiven if he, if she's forgiven him and she features on his song then hey you know that's 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 for her to decide that's for their family to decide to go about but at this moment it doesn't seem like well, we haven't really heard more of her feature with Saucy Santana's new song. Um, and what made it worse is that he kind of doubled down on it in public. And he's made these statements publicly. He's made it on a, pla- a public platform for everyone to see. And he hasn't apologized. Yes, he may have apologised behind the scenes. But really, he should apologise publicly too. Because if you make public statements, you should also apologise publicly too. That's just my that's just my feeling. I know some people might feel otherwise, but it's just what I just feel like that. Give the courtesy to apologise publicly and show people. Yes, it's, yes, he made he talked about someone else, but that what he says is offensive. You know, it it is it's rude. It's very rude and it is offensive, and he did it in a public forum. 
So publicly, I do believe he should apologise. But this isn't about him. Let's go back to Beyonce's music. I absolutely love the song. And I feel like this song says everything that we want to hear. And I feel like she intentionally made this song, um, the song to come out. Because when the whole debacle about Blue Ivy's hair came about with when Saucy Sartana's tweets came out, Jay-Z went to a basketball game with Blue Ivy and just to show, to show like, look, this is our daughter. This is our daughter and we're proud of her. And I love that. I love that. And she looked gorgeous and beautiful. She was already beautiful to begin with. It's just people, people are just nasty and mean online. People are just horrible people online. Um, so I feel like any child is not going to be, no child is born with hair to, you know, their, to their feet. So I feel like people are just nasty, especially because her hair is, is definitely more afro-y compared to Beyonce's. It's more of the Jay-Z texture, which is the same thing. This is why we need to really push for our children and tell them that, you know, you're beautiful, your hair is beautiful as it is and say these things and that's something that Beyonce has always pushed it's something that Beyonce has always um expressed in her music and I feel like she's almost repeating it and guiding the youth and also people of it to accept themselves for who they are and also not allowing people to um to bring them down and so the song itself is is constantly saying you won't break my soul and I think that this I feel like this song has intentionally come out for this reason and for this is this is Beyonce putting out her opinion, putting her voice out. She's not gonna say anything publicly, but she will announce things through songs and I feel like this is the song that makes the statement and I love it. For me this is statement enough and I love the song through and through and I I, I think the whether or not people in America love it, I know I love it, and I know a lot of European people will love this, um, will love this song. Actually, I, I feel like the more people hear it, the more they'll enjoy it. I love it because I like all types of music. And also, this is a genuinely good song. You've got a lot of great people on this on this song. You've got Big Frida. Um, also, this is Pride Month as well. Let's not forget that it's June. So you've got a lot of lovely people on this song. It's a beautiful song, and I'm I'm so happy that Beyonce is kind of testing the water of pop, of pop dance, well dance pop music as well. And I'm looking forward to the album. So let's see what else happens. I'm gonna continue playing it. I hope you enjoy it as well. And take care. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your summer, if it's summer where you are. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll see you next time. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Check out our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast, and see you next time. Bye. Hi everyone, welcome back to Way Clover, and this is your host, Clover, and today we're going to be talking about Blackpink and their comeback. So, let's get into it. So earlier this year, I did speak about Blackpink in January. Um, If you have listened to it, you can actually go back to it. If you haven't, you can listen to it after this. Um, But it is called Blackpink setting the records and breaking the backlash and that's actually the first episode of season two and I'm so happy that they're back and well they will be back with their new comeback and so their new comeback is supposed to happen sometime this year um which everyone all of the blinks are so excited because I'm so excited everyone just can't wait because Blackpink 
a lot of people, you know, they have grown up with it. They've grown up with the band. Just how, you know, we kind of grew up with Big Bang. We've grew up with um, a lot of other groups as well. But primarily, let's just say Blackpink has a heart, has, you know, a lot of people's hearts. Um, and they kind of transcend um, just genres. Um, even people who don't really know much about K-pop, they, they know about Blackpink. Especially since they're the first K-pop group, the first K-pop act to perform on Coachella. It was a big deal. And that kind of opened the way for other bands, such as Big Bang then performing. And also um, another band performing, which is... I just forgot the top of my head. Esper. That's right, Esper. And all of their performances was amazing. Actually, I don't know if Big Bang... I don't think Big Bang actually... Um, no, I don't actually think Big Bang played Coachella. I think they were supposed to play Coachella, but they ended up not playing Coachella. Um, but they were supposed to. So I think sometime, in some time, they may come back and perform Coachella, on Coachella. So I am looking forward to see that if they do. Um, but the main thing is, is that we're talking about Blackpink's comeback. And they haven't had a comeback, you know, for two years. So it's, you know, we Blinks are very starved. We want new music, we want new content. Um, and it, it kind of came at a disadvantage to them, the long hiatus. I'm happy that they did do um, their solo projects. I already discussed in the previous podcast. You can listen back to it. I do recommend it. And in that previous podcast, I was kind of discussing... Um, my disappointment with their solos because I don't really feel like they had proper solos I feel like they just had you know one or two songs or just two songs and to me I don't feel like that's really a solo to me when I think I mean in Jenny's case it was literally just one song Lisa or Lisa she had two songs Rosé she had two songs and I don't think Jisoo has had her solo yet but she has sang I don't know what they're called but they're kind of like um you know tv show songs you know when you listen when you watch tv shows and it has um like film music and all of that i know she's i know she's done that that kind of stuff i don't know the proper name for it it's not me trying to be disrespectful it's just me being ill-informed but i do know she's you know sang her voice has been used and she sang kind of the um it's a voice it called soundtracks there we go soundtracks for tv shows um I'm not sure about movies, but I do know about TV shows, and I think she sang the soundtrack for the TV show she was in. So, but I wouldn't consider that a solo because that's not her putting together her theme, and it is not about her. That's about the TV show and her doing, you know, the soundtrack for uh, these companies. So personally i i like the solos but i was also disappointed with the solos and another thing i was disappointed with that i mentioned in the previous podcast was the versatility because i know they're such versatile artists i know they can sing well they can rap well they can perform well and i feel like they just don't have enough versatility i know a formula works i know um wait i know everyone kind of has that they have an expectation when you see black pink and you know it's going to be kind of you know, you, everyone knows that their comeback is going to be triumphant, regardless of what they bring. It's just because it's, it's, it's what them performing 
is such a treat and they do everything so effortlessly well but I think it's I'd like to see some I'd like to see them step out of their comfort zones and I don't really feel I feel like the closest person that actually stepped out of their comfort zone would probably be would probably be Rosé because Rosé's album her solo was very different to the Blackpink sound I think that was the thing and what I mentioned in my previous podcast was that I'm someone that personally it sounded more kind of country music and more more country pop to in my in my opinion um and if I what I mentioned earlier is that it's if it wasn't rosé would I would I have enjoyed the music as much and I said them probably not and I still feel the same way uh that's because country music isn't really my jam and when I say country music I'm saying Lil Nas X (laughs) his country song like that to me is I would enjoy that yeah but generally speaking just country music on his own I'm not really the biggest fan I was a fan because it's Rosé singing it you see what I'm saying you see where I'm going um so I'm not saying it was bad music it wasn't but to me I what I liked was Rosé stepping out of her comfort zone and doing something that she enjoys and also doing something different to the Blackpink sound that we would um that we would usually consider that you know we all know what the Blackpink sound is we all know that it's kind of this really you know, um how would I describe it? this really kind of vogue um Kind of when I say Vogue, like Vogue the magazine, very high fashion, it girl, kind of you know, run this world, that kind of feeling, that kind of like yeah, girl boss, you know, girl boss vibes. That's the kind of sound girl Blackpink has. Um, and so you see, Rosé kind of stepping out of that comfort zone. I really did enjoy it. I did. I do think Lalisa did. Um, slightly step out of her comfort zone for La Lisa the actual song um it wasn't my favorite one I, I prefer the other song money I came here to drop some money dropping all my money that song is still right now still um, making its rounds it's still very very popular in fact all of the songs are really popular um that they have released solo solo wise like even Jenny solo still very popular um Rosé's songs on the ground still very popular so um but specifically Lalisa has really been it the song has been really hitting records I think it has is it 300 million streams or 300 million YouTube um views I can't remember but I saw somewhere on the news somewhere online something along the lines so it's still very very popular it's still hitting my milestones and I liked Lalisa's um, I liked Lisa's uh, performance that she did in her videos. I liked, to be honest, I liked all of their performances. Rosé did very well in her solo. So did, um, so did Rosé, so did Lisa, and so did Jenny. They they all did very well. They all did very, very well. So what I'm really looking forward to see from their comeback is... I'm not asking for a whole new sound, but maybe something different. Like, when they come back, I know they always come back with different fashion. They're always going for it and pushing the fashion. That's what, that's something in terms of Blackpink, they're amazing. Like, in terms of the 
in terms of their um, videos, their, their music videos, in terms of their fashion, their presence, their stage presence, the music, the performance, everything, it stands out and they really do try to push the limit, um, especially fashion-wise, and they really do take risks. I'd like to see that be emulated on their music. Um, I would like to see an album that is actually an album. Um, I know with the, the Blackpink album, it was an album, yes. Um, but I'd like to, because sometimes I know they like to do mini albums as a comeback and then do like a large album. I think they really just need to come back with a full album, just really going for it. Just really going for it. That's what I'd like to see. And I'd like to see them, um, like even going for seven, ten, if they if they want to, even thirteen songs, a sixteen. You know, I'd like to see an album. Like it's two years, guys. Usually with with K-pop bands, you would usually see, um, an album a year, even an album and even too many albums sometimes. If they're really, really pushing for it, they can even do an album, release an album and a mini album. I mean, I know Temin, just look at Temin, right? From SM, before he was enlisted in the army, he was really pushed, like, he was really, like, on the roll. Um, so I do know, not not to say that they have to do that, but, I mean, compared to their um, counterparts um, and other kind of K-pop stars, Blackpink really is they're they're on their own universe and we kind of follow them in terms of um, waiting and seeing what they do but it's it's kind of at the expense of Blinks being unhappy of course we're happy for their projects and their campaigns for example we all know that they're associated with designer brands so we all know that like Jenny is associated with Chanel, you've got Dior, you've got Celine, um, you've got the other one, what was it, <laughs> on the tip of my tongue, um, but anyways, yeah, you can see all of, all of the band, all of the band members are associated, oh, Saint Laurent, that, that was it, yes, um, Rosé is associated with Saint Laurent, so, we've all, they've all got, um, designer brands and the instagram and all of the promotions that they're doing and i think it's amazing and again they're always doing fashion they're always at fashion shows and that i love to see because again it's great to see um asian representation around the world that's very important and it's good to see them standing out and being themselves and really just communicating with other artists and other networks and getting their message and voice out there creatively speaking and but what I really want to see is that individuality that they have outside of the band in their music as well. So this is what I was going to mention earlier. Um with the album that's coming out, I'd love to see them, if they wanted to, release a solo each within the album. Because I know BTS did that. And I thought that was a really lovely idea. Because you're still they're still getting a solo moment. And it could also be something where even if it's completely like even though it's a completely different sound for example like these singularity that was on their album the bts album it was very different to the music that they had on the album um on that album it was very slowed down so it showed but it still did very well so it goes to show that you can actually have um songs that don't follow the album's theme on the album 
and that will show their individuality and I feel like that kind of stuff is important is imperative it doesn't have to be necess- it doesn't have to necess- necessarily go that way but that could kind of be like a filler to for the blinks to get an idea of what their solos could what we could expect from their solos and it will show their in- individuality that they do very they show their individuality in- <laughs> I'm so excited I'm getting tongue tied they show their individuality already outside of um or within the black pink band and without and outside the black pink band so when they're doing their individual um tasks and individual moments as well like they show the individuality that that way but at the same time i would love to see the individuality in within the band and of course the band coming together and having one sound too um so I'm really looking forward to what they what they promote, what they bring out. I can't wait for the clothing. I, I even you know I even want to see them release merchandise. I want to see them release something that is unique to Blackpink. See them using their creative flair. That's something I'd like to see them more um, involved in the creative process. I would really love to see that. I personally, I would really, really love to see because I feel like when artists are more involved in the com- the creative process, even if it's not necessarily writing the song, if they write, even if if they write the song, amazing, but it can be, it doesn't have to be that because I know it can be intimidating as well. It doesn't have to necessarily be that, but it can be in other ways such as the fashion choices and even the song choices, um, the fashion choices, um. For example, one of my favourite bands is Shiny, and um, on one of their albums, uh, they were discussing the song. Of course, they they wrote songs, but they weren't because SM's very very strict when it comes to song choices. So they could uh, the artists can submit their songs, but if it you know they they really <laughs> is when they submit their songs, they're in competition with the actual songwriters and producers. So. Um, it's not always it gets accepted. Um, I know Max from TVX. Is it TVXQ or TVQX? He had one of his songs, which was Chocolate Chosen. He was very excited. It's a very good song. But I think Temin and Minnow and Key were even saying that it was it's, it's very difficult to have their song. Like they submitted songs, but it wasn't accepted. So it's not necessarily just making the songs, but you can and choose. It's also the artist participating in choosing the songs, the song choices, and then the thing is, is that yes, you've got the song chosen, but is what the artist or the artists do to make it theirs. And for example, they were talking about "Don't Call Me." I think this is they're doing an interview. I was watching this on YouTube, so they're doing an interview and they're talking about they made several changes to Don't Call Me to get it to where it is. So those are kind of things that I want to see, even if it means Blackpink working with other songwriters, other producers, because they really are um, sociable. They really are around the world. So they're going to they're going to Paris, they're going to America, and they and all these countries have massive music scenes. So they could actually be speaking to different producers, songwriters, creatives. And I feel like it's 
what SM excels at doing is creating, you know, the song camps and putting together the music. Not that their own producers and writers don't participate, because we can see in the credits they do. So I feel like Teddy, if they did, if Teddy did kind of the same concept as SM, we're inviting, you know, songwriters and producers into for like writing camps in 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 um in YG and Teddy was there I think it, it's, it's still the same process it, it, it can still it can still happen but I think what, it, what happens is is that when you've got more creatives and involved with the artists as well so Blackpink and being involved they're able to create music and sounds that are very different to what they've already been it's still it's still the it's still black pink it's like don't get it wrong i'm not trying to change the sounds here we're trying to uh, create something like it's still very much black pink but it's allowing them to to grow further than what they are and that's what i want to see as a blink i want to see progression i want to see progress to see them grow further them where because that's what as a fan that's what you want for example take beyonce that when they were in destiny's child each album was getting better and then when beyonce went solo each album was better and better i mean you cannot mistake like all of beyonce's albums were really really good and but each album there was something like there was something different but it's still very much beyonce look at rihanna for example with each album better and better and better that's what you want to see as an art. You want to see progression and you want to see them. And that's when you, and you can tell when you see the interviews that Rihanna and Beyonce has, they're, I think they're already, like Beyonce was already very much involved musically because, it's, you know, she, her whole life she was in music. But you can see them getting more and more involved in the music as time progressed, album to album, year by year, video by video generally speaking artists have usually have more control over their careers as time grows and that's what i'd like to see with blackpink i can't stress this enough i still i still love where they are and who they are but it's just as a blink i want i want more and i'll, I'll still be happy with what they will release even if it's the same kind of you know dun, 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 that kind of girl pop power thing I'll still love them for it, but as 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 a consumer, we want more. I know what I know. I I'll, let's not speak. Let me not speak on anyone else. For myself, I want to see more. Like I want to see them challenge themselves. If it means vocally, if it means like dance wise, if it means fashion wise, if it means video wise, if it means involvement in creation wise like i want to see more if it means you know touring wise if it means stage present wise i'd like to see more and you know each time i see them being interviewed uh, they're always talking about they can't wait to you know their music and they want to show more music and they want to perform and they're always talking about it even jenny on her was she on vanity fair i think she was taught i think she did like um, a quick interview wasn't very long it was like a, a minute or two and she was saying you know she can't wait um you know she was saying there'd be one minute I'm just coming <laughs> just come back into my she was saying that um 
she watches the Blackpink videos of, of of them performing, and I think Rose said that as well when she was do- Rose was doing an interview. I watched this on YouTube Is it this month or last month, but Rose was also saying that she watches a Blackpink videos of their performances. So I think they're hinting at something, and even they want to do more. Like every time they're saying they wish they had more music, they wish they could perform. So I feel like it's definitely something within YG that's either stopping them or, I don't know, maybe they want them to focus in other areas. I'm not really sure. I'm not very sure. I'm not sure what it is, but um, I just want to see them do well. And they are, they're, they're obviously doing well. But I want to see more as a blink and I want to see them just really go for it. And you, you can tell when artists go for it when I say go for it I mean like really just express themselves because when they get on stage and it's just like it's like it's just a whole nother level and I've seen Blackpink perform on YouTube not in person I I can't wait for them to come to the UK and just some because you know in the UK at this moment well you might not know this actually so let me tell you (laughs) let me not just say let me just not just assume everyone knows what's going on here but in the UK at the moment it's a, it's a lot more open um with in terms of covid restriction um so a lot you could people can get around they can go to concerts they can go to bars they can go to restaurants and whatnot it's it's very relaxed uh <laughs> it's very very relaxed right now and things is kind of, basically it's um, what boris is what boris johnson is basically doing is um you know living with covid so um so that's where it is at the moment in the UK so it's very of course we should still practice washing hands properly if you want to use a face mask I still find myself using personally I still find myself using a face mask like if I know I'm going to a crowded area like if I'm going to a shopping centre I personally like to wear a mask that's just my that's just for me but it's very relaxed at this moment um, in the UK well in London what I've seen um, and that's from my experience so I'd like to see Blackpink tour I'd like to see them come to the UK I'd like to see them in person but what I was going to say previously before I went on that tangent was you can see when artists they, they just they just let it all go on stage and they just like the, the passion that overflows their voice changes it's like it's just everything about it it's just special it, it just feels amazing live and i can't wait to see them live and they do that generally speaking very well like they express themselves very well on stage so imagine imagine if like it's if they have their own solo like one song each within the album that they, that they release that would be amazing that would be amazing so they would have that opportunity for that individuality whilst they're on stage but also have that group performances that they have like we can tell they're such a tight-knit amazing group so that i can't wait to see them on stage and perform um but besides that (laughs) i'm looking forward to seeing the blackpink album when they release it when they come back sometime this year i can't wait and I'll release more. I'll release more podcasts, and this was just off the topic because I just <laughs> I saw an article. Oh well, I was reading an article about an hour ago, and I was just thinking about it. 
and I was washing my hair and I was just thinking about it and I just thought why don't I just make a quick why don't I just make a pic, a quick podcast about this literally just a quick one just to get out there with my thoughts um just to give it you know <laughs> maybe you guys might want to hear that this but yeah besides that um generally speaking I just can't wait I can't wait I'm just excited and I really hope they do come back this year and uh, I, I can't wait to see what Teddy does what the Blackpink girls come and put together I'd like to actually I'd like to see features as well because I remember they did the whole Selena Gomez feature um and I'd like to and I would like to see them do a bit more features like I'd like to see them do a feature with Ariana Grande I'd like to see them do a feature with someone like Rihanna because I feel like Rihanna I know Rihanna's not really releasing music at this moment she's supposed to be releasing um a kind of reggae album I believe but we don't know when again <laughs> because I think she's still creating it but I would like to see Blackpink because I don't know Rihanna has that very black Blackpink vibe that kind of fashionista amazing R&B you know that kind of vo- she's a kind of vocalist where even rihanna can rap like sometimes she's even rapping um like i talk even even though it's a talking rap like rihanna really goes for it as well so i'd like i think there would be an amazing combination rihanna rihanna and blackpink or blackpink and rihanna um i would like to see who else would i like to see um i would like to see so many people there are too many people lizzo oh my god lizzo blackpink normani oh my gosh normani Normani and Blackpink, that would be epic. Oh my god, that would be so good because Normani's known for dancing. Yes, oh my gosh. I just thought, talk about Normani, although this is about Blackpink, but I did see Normani do the dance with, with Chris Brown, and that's like something to discuss in another podcast. So let's not go on a tangent there, but I would like to see Normani and Blackpink. That would be epic. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so I'd like to see more features. Um, I'd like to see them be more expressive. Well, they already are expressive, but I mean expressive in terms of song choices and really pushing it. Um, but yeah, besides that, I can't wait. Let's see what happens. And if there's any other Blackpink updates, I might update the podcast and release another one. But until then, stay safe, you guys. And I hope you're doing well. Hope you rest well and take care, okay? Right, take care. See you later. Bye.